So many trees. It's beautiful, right? It's definitely not Boston. Here we go. Okay, so what do you think? Wow. This whole place is ours? I even got him to throw in a whole forest as a new backyard. each other go into the woods at night. They knew the power of that place. They feared it. Those woods belong to something else. The ground is bad. Maybe just some crazy folk tale. But there is something up in those woods. There's something that brings things back. Dead is better. Today we will be reviewing the newest remake from the the novels of Stephen King, and that is Pet Cemetery. And today I am joined by a special guest for this review, Zoe, aka Zobo with a shotgun. Zoe, how are you? Welcome back to the show. I'm very good. Thank you for having me back again. Right, right. Uh, so you were able, lucky enough, to see the movie. I know uh, b- before we get into the actual review, the movie was um it was showed at the uh, the South by Southwest, and a lot of we had a lot of good reactions from it which was great to see and then you were able to see it a few weeks ago so i'm glad to have you on this review so we can um get started in a few minutes before before we get into the actual review the story of pet cemetery is is a remake from the 1989 film follows the story of dr lewis creed and his wife rachel who who relocate from boston to a rural maine with their two young children and the couple soon discovers a mysterious burial ground hidden deep in the woods near their new home that can revitalize dead animals and the movie was directed by Kevin Kolsch and Dennis Widmeyer. It was written by Matt Greenberg and, of course, from the novel of Stephen King. And it stars Jason Clark, Amy Sametz, John Lithgow, uh, Jet Lawrence, and a couple of more other faces. So, Zoe, what were your what was your main thoughts on this film? How'd you like it? Well, I guess when I first came out of the cinema, I, w- I wasn't a hundred percent certain. Um, if I if I loved it, I knew that I liked it and I definitely had a fun time with it. But I think it was kind of afterwards and I started talking to a few other people that were in the screener and getting their reactions as well. And and it just confirmed for me that it I really enjoyed it. Like I really, really um obviously I, I love the original and 
you know, I'm sure you've seen it as well. Pretty much everyone mm. was terrified of them re remaking it, but, you know, from the trailers and stuff, it looked really good. And, yeah, I just had a really good time with this film, and I, I thought it was actually a fantastic remake. What about you? What did you think? Uh, I So coming out of it, I liked it a lot, and I thought, um, I thought like... It, because seeing other reactions and seeing people seeing what other people thought too made me think that like I liked it enough. It wasn't like of course it wasn't like uh, like it wasn't amazing. You definitely saw all the beats and stuff like that coming a mile away. Well, for the most part, um, but I thought I thought the good definitely outweighs any kind of bad that was in the film. So, yeah. uh, but I think the one glaring thing, I, and I don't know, I don't know if you. Uh, seen this but the one glaring thing that i noticed throughout the entire movie as it was going was the uh that second trailer that second trailer really did a number for this movie because it could have been way more shocking you know especially with like how they changed things from the original and the books to this to the remake that trailer and the poster really really kind of um dampered on like while i was watching the movie um did you see the second trailer at all yes. by any chance yeah. I did actually and yeah. <laughs> about the same as you because you know uh, I guess to a certain extent it's kind of like you know because it's a remake they give more away because they're like oh you know everyone everyone's read the book everyone's uh, seen right. the which obviously isn't the case so I think they they perhaps ran with the feeling that everyone knows it already and thought that it might interest people more but no I agree with you I think it would have been mm -hmm more shocking and you know maybe that part would have been more kind of enjoyable for the audience if you didn't already know I mean the one twist that they kind of put in there you already knew it which yeah it didn't really make sense and it did take away kind of that unexpectedness of what was to come right exactly like I remember like as the these as the big kind of climax scene was going on um, I was thinking in the back of my head, I was just like, this is, this would have been like so much more gripping if I didn't see that second trailer. And I tried, I tried, um, cause when it came out, I had heard that there was a big spoiler in the trailer and I was like, see, I'm a really big fan of the first one with just the creepy eerie music and the drums and the kids and stuff like that. I was a big fan of the first one. I love one of my favorite things going to the theater, watching a horror film that they were all is that they would always show the Pet Cemetery trailer. So I was always so excited to see that trailer. Um, and then the second trailer came around. So when I went to go see movies like Us and stuff like that, the Pet Cemetery trailer was in front of it, and the second one was in front of it. And it's just it was there, and I my I, you know I can't like cover my ears and my eyes. It was there, and I watched it, and I was like, damn. <laughs> and it was just. Um, but that was like I mean I guess that's not that's sort of a minor thing because like the movie as a whole still is really good like it's still yeah. very um there's a lot of tense moments and stuff and there's a lot of like eerie visuals and it's very it's a lot more like brutal than the than the than the original as well too. It's way more brutal. I mean you know I remember the original being um like scary you know it was frightening but it wasn't it wasn't overly violent whereas I felt, I felt this one had some scenes that were they were quite kind of like you said they were, they were quite um dark and you know I think darker and more brutal than than the original and 
yeah, it really worked for me that actually, because I think, you know, the premise of the story, it, it is a dark story and it makes sense to have it go down a kind of more brutal route than it did before. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's very, very true because uh, I actually rewatched the original this week and um, I noticed that although it, it was scary, but this is like the most kind of like most movies from the 80s and the uh, 70s and stuff. Like, they're scary, but they're not, like, modern scary. Like, where you have the sound design and, like, you know, um, not necessarily jump scares. Because I'm, like, I'm not the biggest fan of jump scares. But yeah. just, like, if if a moment can just, like, keep me on edge, uh, you know. And then, like, there was a part I, I – so it's kind of, like, over here in Boston, it's, like, I say, like, 40 degrees outside – so I had, you know, I had on a sweater and stuff, and I found myself in certain parts, like, putting the sweater over my face um, <laughs> to a point, like, where there was, like, a little stuff kind of, you know, so, like, my eyes can basically see the gist of what's happening, um, yeah. especially with, especially, like, the thing that scared me the most was what they did with the mother, like, all that stuff got me, and I was like, Jesus, this is not okay. Yeah, <laughs> so is, those scenes with her and, you know, with the flashbacks, they yeah. were really horrific. It was quite, like, psychological. And, yeah, I think, actually, um, there was a few moments there where I also wanted to cover my eyes. I mean, I was with a group of friends who know me for my, my love of horror, so I had to not cover my eyes and pretend I was being super, super brave. <laughs> well, luckily, I was by myself. So usually when I'm with, like, family who know that I love horror films, I'm like, guys, come on. This is, like... <laughs> light work but then i saw my I was, I was by myself and my theater like the theater i was in they have a lot of dark corners so i just kept i just kept visualizing the uh the mother's i won't say any spoilers but the mother's like entity that was following her i kept i kept like visualizing that crawling towards me and i'm just like fuck so <laughs> it was just like it did really like seeing it in the theater that i saw that really really messed me up because uh, maybe because maybe if I watch it at home, like when I will, like eventually, because I'm going to buy the Blu-ray, of course, because I enjoyed it. Um, if I watch it at home, I'm, I'll be fine. But at the theater, with all those dark corners and and stuff like that, I was just like, it was not OK. It was just not OK. It's scary at home as well. I mean, my my house is like a quite an old kind of house. So I feel like oh. if, if I watch that at home on my own, I think I'd be even more scared. So, mm-hmm. Plus, I have two cats. So oh, I don't have any cats, the, thank God. Yeah, the tension might get even too much with, with two of them as well. <laughs> yeah, I so exactly, because then you have the creeks and then you have the cat staring at you. Um yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I speaking of the cat, I thought I thought the use what did you think about the, the usage of um of church the cat? I uh I really liked the usage and I have to say that I think um, the breed of cat that they've chosen perfect uh, is, yeah, it's a way, because, I mean, I actually have um, a British uh, blue short hair, um, which is obviously the the uh, church from the original movie. Yep. And yep. they are, I think even if they were an undead uh, zombie cat, there's no way they'd be evil. I mean, they're lazy and they're fat and they, they just <laughs> eat and do nothing that's the kind of cat they are whereas obviously they've gone with um i think it's like a main coon type cat and i think it's got the look perfect like perfect 
Oh man, yeah, I I definitely agree. I because I've seen cats like that, like on the street, yeah. and now I'm just like every time I see like a stray cat with like who looks dirty and smelly, and then like like I'm just gonna get terrified. And then when the uh, when the cat does come back, I mean we all know this. When the cat does come back, and the family is experiencing the new things with the cat, uh, it was like every time the so there's a part where um the daughter's brushing its hair and that oh thank god i was just like i could just visualize the smell and uh, the the toughness of the hair and oh my god the cat did not do wonders for me it maybe not it made me like appreciate um you know my girlfriend having dogs and you know so it was just she does have cats, but I don't see them, and I'm allergic to cats, so maybe that's a maybe that's a good thing. It's but a good, yeah, you can stay away from all the, the zombie cats around. <laughs> yeah, seriously, because I um that was just one thing. I was just like that got to me. I guess like um when when the when the cat when the character does um die and come back, I think that I liked. I liked that. And then there's a part in the trailers where I won't, like, I'm not going to say during the, the review, which character, if, if people did avoid, if people did avoid the trailers, I'm not going to say which character turn like, you know, dies and then comes back. But there's a moment where like, the, there's a moment where like uh, a loved one has to hug the new version. And I thought that was riveting. And it just like, it goes to show that the acting in the movie is one thing that people can stand by and say that it's really, really good. Oh, you know, yeah. if it was anybody else, other people who weren't as strong as these, as these actors were, then it probably wouldn't have sold it. But the way the mother and the father react to certain things is just really, really good. Yeah. I loved, I loved um, the mother and the father. I thought that Jason Clark was, really right. this like you know and the relationship that he has um with the rest of the family and like you're saying as well the mother she plays those scenes I mean that scene that you mentioned and also obviously the scenes with her flashbacks like you you can feel right. the fear you can feel the grief the desperation you know all the emotions that that the family go through are very they you know they convey them in a very believable way yeah, I definitely, and I def that's one of the main things I took away from it. I think my favorite, because I, I I did really like Jason Clark, but I think um Amy's Amy Sametz was like my favorite part of the movie, just like her range and stuff like that. Um, to go from happy to to you know to grieving for something is just very was very strong. I also really liked John Lithgow. Um, I thought he yeah. was good too, and uh, it just like the cinematography and uh, the cinematography and the sound designs and like you know all of the production design I thought was really well, and it doesn't seem too overly like expensive, but I think that's good. You know, like it looks like they did a lot with the low budget and you know the um what they was able to do as far as the production was really really cool to see and it was very like you know i don't want to go visit like my i have a friend who lives in like an area like that and i'm just i'm all set now you know <laughs> so yeah. i thought i like that you know the cinematographer i mean the the scene in because my friend she's uh she absolutely loves pet cemetery it's probably you know one of her favorite movies books of all time and mm -hmm. and as soon as i'd seen the film she she messaged me and she was like but what did it look like what was the woods like was it you know was it creepy enough and i, I described to her a little bit of kind of you know that scene when um john lithgow and jason clark are walking through the woods and there's all the mist and the lightning and 
and she was like, oh, she was like, it sounds like just how it's supposed to look. Right. Uh, and that's what I thought. I was like, it is, it's got that atmosphere, that feeling and that look, like you said, in the cinematography and in the sound that you expect, actually, even when you read the book before you've even seen the original. I think they, I really think they nailed it with, you know, what they, they did with it. Exactly. I totally agree. And that's that's one of the stronger things was like, you know, it wasn't a remake that completely like they, they did a few things different, but it wasn't a remake that completely disregard the source material. And I always appreciate remakes like that. You know, it's what it's what the like the new it did really well as well, yeah. too. You know, so I enjoyed I, I'm enjoying the new boom period of the newer remakes because like we did have a time in 2009 where those remakes were just atrocious. And now yeah. seeing these new brand of remakes are have, have been treated really well and cared for really well. And you can all and, and you can also tell that that they're being made by people who love the source material. You know, it's not just some random Joe Schmo who like who gets signed on because they this is the guy the studio wants is people who actually wants to do this because I heard the, the, the directors of the film they were trying to do a Pet Cemetery remake a few years back and they was told no and then they and then they finally got a chance to do it. So I like stories like that, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and I think, you know, like you said the I mean, I was always really against remakes, like a lot. I was like, why, why would you touch it? Then I, right. to, you know, then I started to be a bit more open because I was like, well, actually, you know, I went back and revisited a few films I loved and I was like, yep, yeah, it could probably do with a remake. And, and it was actually one of them for me. And mm -hmm. you know, I loved the original. And then I thought the remake, I was like, it's, as you said, you can tell it's been made by someone that appreciates the first movie and i think the same with pet cemetery which is is really nice to see exactly did, did you um did you notice did you notice the little easter egg um since it's, since it's a stephen king novel um based on the social social um you know the uh, source material did you notice the little easter egg that they had in the film was it when she's uh, stuck in traffic yes yeah i love I, I i saw that immediately and i was like that's awesome i was like that's yeah. great nice and subtle so it's not like in your face like if they had like a red balloon floating then i'd be like all right you yeah, know but like it was very small but like yeah me and my friend looked at each other in the cinema and we were like oh we were like yes <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what's crazy about that too how usually you like you and your friend looked at each other i looked at it and i pointed i was like yes like in my head well like i said like i kind of whispered it i was like yes and then this guy who like who's like a few seats he, he seemed like a movie buff as well so he was like a few seats apart from me and then he looked at me as well and he i i can i can tell that we had a thing where we both noticed the easter egg but you know shout out to that guy that random guy whatever whatever your name was but um was there anything in the movie that didn't work for you at all um not not really you know I mean I didn't when I reviewed it I didn't give it kind of like five out of five but I think that's purely because it's not and I've always thought with Pet to Cemetery for me it's not a story that I find mind-blowing um but that that purely comes down to the story and you can't really I don't think you can hold that necessarily against the mm -hmm. film that took the story from the book you know I and I guess when you watch a film as well where you you know what's going to happen I think there'll always be a slight element where you can't 
be blown away by it because you know what's coming you know it's different when you watch something brand new like if you watch us for example you have no idea you've never seen it you have no idea what's coming so it can blow you away so I think I think for me that's the only thing that maybe made me like not give it the top rating that I could have because it couldn't blow me away because I already knew what was to come um and other right, than right. that I mean I enjoyed it all like there wasn't a moment that I didn't didn't enjoy in the film mm-hmm. yeah exactly I'm the same I'm I I, I sentiment that a lot because uh there is like you know it would have like if this is like a brand new story from like a mastermind or something like that then it probably would have been like oh wow did you see the new you know what I mean like that yeah. but like you know like you said we've seen we know how it's gonna how how it's gonna be. It's you know what's we we know what's gonna happen, but it's all about execution. And I think it was very ex- executed well. I guess one minor thing. It's not even like a dislike, but I would have. I just I wanted to see more of those kids in the mask. I felt like they were shown once, and then that was the end of it. Because the trailer, you can tell, and then also too, if you watch the, because you know, to edit this, to edit this podcast, I have to. I was watching the, uh, you know, the first trailer, the first one, you know, the the really really good one, and it was a lot of shots with kids in the house and stuff like that, and a lot of that was not in the movie. Um, so I'm wondering if there's just a bunch of deleted scenes in the movie. The, um, yeah, I watched I watched the trailer again after I saw it, and actually, I I didn't know whether I'd missed parts in the film because they were in the trailer of more of the kids, and I think there was a part where one of the kids in the mask was saying something creepy to um, one of the the normal family kids. And I was like, I'm pretty sure I didn't see that in the film. And then I was like, maybe I wasn't paying attention or something. But I'm glad you brought it up because um, I, I, I thought it was me. Actually, I thought I'd just kind of whatever. Yeah. About that was- but yeah, they, it, they were there for like five seconds, really creepy. And that's it. <laughs> we never saw them again. And I think, I think kids, like kids, I mean... The kids being creepy will never not be a thing. So I think that it could have, that that aspect could have added to the element, like you know the kids spring being like spread around the house or something, because that was a lot in the trailer, especially especially the bunny, the the big long bunny ears one. I remember seeing like I saw a shot in the trailer where the big the big bunny ears kid uh, with the mask, you know, with the mask, he closed the door. And I was like, that wasn't in there. And then I there was another one with like another kid like running up the stairs and I'm like that wasn't in there um and I was just like you know that was one thing because it's all over the market the kids are all over the marketing too you know the posters and then the other like you know of course the trailers the posters they're all over like all the banners of the kids and and stuff like that so I think I think as far as I think my my one minor thing was that I felt the kids aspect was very underutilized um other than that I, I still think it's a very very enjoyable film yeah, no, I completely agree. I think uh, actually that is one one point that could have been built upon. But like you said, yeah, I I mean in general, I just I had a really good time with it. Like, and I've been recommending it to everyone. 
Right, same here. So, um, yeah, look, look, it looks like we both was on the same page that we both had a good time with it and enjoyed it. But, um, all right, guys, that is our review for 2019's Pet Cemetery. If you want to tell us how you feel, let us know how you feel in the comments, whether you're listening to this on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Podbean, Spotify, all that stuff. Uh, make sure you just let us know how you thought, what you thought about it. Uh, Zoe, where can the listeners find you? Listeners can find me pretty much on everything and everywhere as Zobo with a Shotgun, um, particularly at ZoboWithAShotgun.com. Um, you can also listen to my first podcast episode about extreme horror films, and there will be more coming on that soon as well. Yes, congratulations on your first episode as well. That was a really I listened to it as soon as you posted it. It was great. All right, guys. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. Make sure you follow all of Zobos with a shotgun's, you know, websites and Twitter and Instagram and all that good stuff. Thank you guys for joining us. We will talk to you soon. Bye bye.